Grandpa Jim Motivation Central Station. How are you doing today? Are you prospering? Are you living abundantly? Are you feeling good? Are you feeling joyous? For if you're not, we need to do some work to get you moving because you should be feeling like that. The natural state of a human being is to feel good, to live well, and are you meditating? You know, um, on this program, if you're tuning in for the first time, we like to talk about goals on here. Number one, do you have any goals? And we work off of something called the wellness wheel to help you develop your life in eight dimensions. And I uh, actually wrote a book at one time on this. Uh, it's still out there. It's on Amazon called What Color Is Your Brain Scan? The answer is in your head, head and habits. And it's a workbook to work through and to help you, uh, you know, keep on the path. And it's a book that every two weeks uh, you should, uh, you know, revisit the book and just make sure you're, you're on your goals. So, um I want to talk about a couple of things that are severely real. And that is what I call Trump terrorist, Trump trauma. It's a real phenomenon because I know I've experienced it for over four years now, ever since he started running. And just some of the things that he did that my mind and my eyes cannot undo. And first of all, we want people of character, right? There's one place that Trump is never going to sit, and that's on a pedestal, because people that we put on pedestals, Abraham Lincoln, had, you know, um, great qualities to aspire to, honesty, working for the little person, you know, um, you know, doing something that was very unpopular, and such as freeing the slaves back in in um, the 1860s. You know, that's why we revere these people because they put themselves in harm's way, and uh, you know, we we are better for it today. So, um, in the 1960s, growing up, uh, people were not friendly to people with disabilities, and. So I want you to close your eyes for a minute and just think that you're a child and you're growing up with severe disabilities, right? Your your arms aren't, you have some cerebral palsy, your arms aren't working well, your legs don't uh, function like other people, and uh, you're you're out of the... uh, you're, you're, you're different. Okay. And so kids are very cruel to people that are different, but inside you, there's this little voice and you're an overcomer and you're, you're an achiever, even though God gave you this severe disability and kids are most likely in that time period, not really friendly and kind, but you keep showing up every day and you have dreams in your heart and nothing's gonna stop you. You're gonna go uh, to beautiful schools and you're gonna accomplish academically and you're gonna keep going. You're not gonna let anything stop you. 
and you're going to become a reporter at the New York Times, you're going to go out and win a, a Perlitzer Prize for a story you write for the New York Times. And you've overcome so much stuff. And then you have one day you show up and you are confronted by the most powerful man in the United States. And then a few days later, he mocks you. What does that feel like? Must be a terrible experience. Must be something so hard to shake. Even though you have all these grand accomplishments and you know, you most likely endured a lot of negative activity through your whole life because that's what that time period was. You millennials may not know this. And that is that we used to warehouse people with severe disabilities, uh, you know, mental health issues. We, we sent you away. We, we put you out of view, you know. And to grow up in that environment, that's what the 1960s were, the 1970s. There were uh, a bunch of uh, courageous disabled people that when you are walking in a city and you come up to the corner and you see that area cut out for wheelchairs, there was a group of people that fought for that. Like, they said, hey, we're disabled, but we have these rights. And that didn't happen um, till these courageous group of people with disabled. It's a phenomenal story. If you have time to look at how the uh, American Disabilities Act came into play. Um, and it was a movement just like Martin Luther King and, um, you know, the Civil Rights Movement. And so uh, the disabled community came a long way. And so you're this d disabled person and the President of the United States mocks you to the world. And you're the guy, right? You're the person, right? What's that feel like? And then Trump, a few days later, he's being interviewed. He says he doesn't know the man. And the man has talked to him 12 times and it's documented, you know? And how do you lie about something like that, you know? And, you know, we talk about our great presidents and Abraham Lincoln, Martin Luther King. Trump, tr Trump is um, a today type person. He is n never going to be immortalized for anything at all. <laughs> and so it's a real trauma. So how can we work through that? How can we, you know, when he mocked that person, that hit me so hard. I had to grab my grandchildren and hug them and we sat down and we had a talk but they already knew they already knew that was wrong and you know they you know so here we had they were probably that was 2015 so five years ago my oldest granddaughter was like nine and my other granddaughter was like let's she'd be six and they already knew that was wrong that like you don't do that to people 
And so this is the leader of our free world. And this is a real trauma. So I, I work with people that have these traumas. So how do we get over it? Right? So number one is professional help. Um, somebody that you can sit down and talk with this pain that you're having, these emotional scars and wounds. Unfortunately, the only way to really get rid of them is to talk Talk it out. See a therapist. Find positive groups. Again, the meetups website probably has like-minded people. There's probably groups of volunteers out in the community that are working. A good friend to help you do it. And then to take action. This is part of my therapy today is to talk about that uh, So that's one of the traumas I suffered. The other one was Charlottesville. One, you know, Joe Biden says it best when these gentlemen, uh, gentlemen, when these uh, raging, uh, hateful white supremacists uh, would be better adjectives come walking with their torches, something out of caveman days, And, you know, the next day somebody ends up dead and then Trump says, oh, there were good people on both sides. What? You got to be kidding me, you know. And that that was one. And then the other is the um, put yourself in these people's shoes. You're, You're coming from a country that is being run by gangs, right? It's so out of control that the police in uh, your country can't even have um, control over the country, right? Because these gangs are uh, so strong, so weaponized. um, You can't even come into the neighborhoods because you will be shot up and they have such control over your neighborhoods. You're living in fear every day. You're afraid to come out of your house. So you decide to pack up your children pretty much with just the clothes on their back and you're going to walk thousand, thousands of miles to get to a country, you know, that the home of the free and land of the brave. Cause you're, you're, you're trying to escape the terror and on your journey, you're walking and you're probably dreaming a little bit. You're feeling safer. Every step you get away from your traumatized area, you live and you're feeling a little bit of sense of freedom and you're a little scared too but you're 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 like hey the pain of living where i am i'm willing to risk it all because i have nothing from where i'm coming from except a, a traumatized existence and so you get to the united states and you're you're excited you're still little scared because you know you got to get into the country and then all of a sudden um, the uh, border patrol rolls up on you starts talking to you and grabs your children they take your children from you close your eyes feel the pain of that one where's my kids where are they going what's happening to me now you know I'm, I'm fleeing this country where I'm you know afraid to walk out my doors every hour of the day and I I need some help. 
and these these guys in these uniforms, they're taking my kids. And then uh, a day goes by. Where's my child? Two days goes by. Where where is my uh, my my mother and father? You know, the, from the kids' point of view, you know, why am I in this terrorizing place? Why do I have a foil blanket to sleep with? Um, you know, these conditions are terrible. I'm being locked in. <laughs> you know, how traumatizing was that? Like, that was, that was like uh, a violation of human rights. And the damage that does to a child. Uh, I know some firsthand experience when my mother abandoned our family. That was, that was some painful stuff, you know? It's scary, and I couldn't imagine seeing, you know, some agents, you know, grabbed you and ripped you away from your uh, parents. You'll you'll have trust issues for the rest of your life. You won't trust any soul. How damaging was that? So there's been some really super damage done to the core of our psyche in this country, and so we need to vote. <laughs> we need to, uh, even after he's out of office, still seek help, try to be around positive people, write about it, make art about it. Um, once you're traumatized like that, and these are PTSDs. These are, you know, everybody thinks of PTSDs as a bomb going off. No, I, I still think about, I still think about that reporter often. That happened 2015. That was five years ago now. And then, uh, you know, the Charlottesville thing, that the guys with the torches, that's still in my my head, you know? Um, so what do we do, okay? Well, we have to learn how to move on even with the trauma. We, we have to try to get it in the rearview mirror. So how do we do that? We do it by taking positive steps forward. I always believe in the good. I've taught my children since they were growing up that in Star Wars, you know, the good guys wear white and they always come out on top. And and that's that's the truth. That's the truth of life is the good always wins. The 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 uh, guy that robs the bank yeah, he might have made uh, some big money one afternoon, but his his life is sure to crumble. And uh, the guy that slowly takes his few bucks to the bank and slowly, slowly builds it up and builds it up, and eventually he gets there. It takes a lot longer, but he's learned a lot. He's learned work ethic. He's learned truth. He's learned how to be an asset to the community. He's not a fly-by-night. He's a stable, wonderful person that can help another. So, thank you very much for tuning in today. Um, I hope you are going to develop some goals. You, you can tune in and we'll talk about them. Make sure you're... You're moving forward with them. If you have been listening to this channel and you've been idle with your goals, maybe this is a good talk to get back on track with the, those goals. Um, 
You know, we make, uh, I, I like people though, they always say, oh, make your goals manageable. I like, I like super powerful dreams. And I, I like when they come true for people. It's so inspiring. And that um, dream big dreams and so you shall become. <laughs> so, hey, let's go help somebody today. Let's help a neighbor, help a friend. Probably going to help my son today move a very heavy cabinet up a flight of stairs. (laughs) Uh, So anyways, I love each and every one of you. And, uh, you know, if you feel you have nothing to give today, please, uh, you can always give a smile. and uh, Have a wonderful, joyous, prosperous day.